The following program is presented by Kevin Shorey Ministries, whose mission is to fulfill the Great Commission by spreading the word that Jesus is the answer for this world today. What time is it? Why, it's time for AM Kevin. That's right. From Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, it's time once again for another edition of AM Kevin. Starring evangelist, composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire AM Kevin Club gang. And now, from the AM Kevin Studios, located in Stonebridge Books and Gifts in beautiful Ashland City, Tennessee, reaching coast to coast and around the world with the message that Jesus is the answer for this world today, is your host, Kevin Shorey. Good morning and welcome to the AM Kevin Club. I'm so glad that you're watching today. You came on a great day. Pastor David Jenkins will be with us today, and uh, we always love when he comes by and brings us a word. Excuse me while I just take a sip of my iced tea. Mmm. It is iced tea day, so it's the day to drink the iced tea. I don't always have iced tea, but this is a, a nice artificially sweetened sweet um, and I didn't even see it till seven because I had to get up till seven seven thirty and uh, she said happy anniversary love and so I, I said it back but you see I'm the first and oh she got me but when she watches this program I just wanted her to see from the very beginning happy anniversary I love you honey and thank you everybody for those who are telling me happy anniversary some of you are sent cards and and appreciate that but there's a couple of songs that were written for the Lord that we sing to each other all the time. Like even if we leave voice messages, I know I'm getting really mushy right now, but 16 years with the love of my life, Lowell Lundstrom and Londa Lundstrom uh, Ramsey, they, uh, they wrote a song that we put on a, as a matter of fact, Lowell and Connie Lundstrom used to do marriage seminars. So they made a, an album of love songs that Lowell and Connie wrote or Lowell and Londa wrote. And uh, this was one of them. It was called The Very Best Gift. And sometimes we'll sing the, the chorus to each other. I love you more every day. I need you in so many ways. Forever it's true. The very best gift we give are the words. I love you. The very best gift we give are the words. I love you. You, then we would sing, we'll sing to each other once in a while, we'll say, you are the love of my life, you are the hope that I cling to, you mean more than this world to me, I wouldn't trade you for silver and gold, wouldn't trade you for riches untold, you are, push the wrong button, you are, you are my everything. That's how I feel about you, Cindy, Sindar, Cindy, Cynthia Lee, Tillis, Shory. I love you. And so happy anniversary. And if y'all have an anniversary birthdays, happy anniversary, happy birthday to you. And uh, we don't want to belabor this first half hour, especially because Dave Jenkins has a word for you today. So make sure you do not miss it. And uh, I have a word I think is important for Today, let's see, it is time for our soapbox 
segment to take us Larry. It's time now for Kevin's Soapbox. News, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Now, here's Kevin. I'm on my soapbox today to shout out to Washington, D.C. today, especially to the Senate. Senate, Senate, be careful, be careful. Warning, danger, danger, Will Robinson. Lost in space, people. Danger, H.R. 5 is coming to the Senate. This new bill uh, brought to the Senate. It has passed the House. And let me just say, if you read it, which I read it, okay? So I'm not just like one of those voices just saying, I don't understand it. I read it. I understand what they're trying to do. I'm all for everyone's rights, including LGBTQ. I don't know all the letters anymore. They seem to change every time I see the letters. I know LBGTQ is part of it, but they've added some letters. I don't know. I'm all for everyone's rights. Everybody should be treated nice, fair rights, right? But you should also include the rights of those who do not want to employ or work with someone they are opposed to biblically. Not that they are hateful. They should never be hateful. But if, if you were to add that employers, churches, etc. didn't have to hire or didn't have to work with or were exempt from people that they are they're not, you know, their lifestyles, are not biblical and that we don't agree with, as long as we're not hateful, then this law might be okay. But it is a path that is leading to losing rights. While some folks say they're gaining their rights, the church and those that stand by the Bible and the Word of God are losing their rights. H.R. 5, Senate, please. I don't think it'll pass, but it just might. You never know. This month, another bill passed from the Supreme Court, actually, on the 26th, which made it all right for, for, uh, to say that, that even if you're same sex, you, you can call that a marriage. And so let's, let's be careful. Let's pray. Let's do what we can. And may the Senate be led by God. Today in Argentina, 1943, George and Laszlo Biro patented the ballpoint pen. It's ballpoint pen day. You say, Kevin, why do you, besides I love history, why would you bring that up in the middle of this uh, soapbox segment? It's ballpoint pen day. So, Senate, don't use your ballpoint pen and sign this into law. You get the point. (laughs) That's my soapbox, and I'm sticking to it. Take us out, Larry. Oh, Larry! This concludes this edition of Kevin's Soapbox, thought-provoking news, thoughts, and commentary from your host, Kevin Shorey. Kevin's Soapbox is a regular feature of the AM Kevin Show. We hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Brother Dave, come on and join me. Let's go. But uh, I hope that you enjoyed that today. I found, uh, you know, I was talking about anniversary and all. Dave, thanks for being on here today. Hey. Thank you, Dave Jenkins, good friend since college. Yes. A few moons ago. Am I on here? You will be uh, as soon as I unmute you. Okay. 
Okay, there we go. You're there. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good to see you again. I'm ready. Now you've been a pastor for so long, youth pastor, yes. pastor, district office leader. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. you've done all the all the things. And uh, this was in a, a church bulletin okay. that I thought was important. John and Susan have been lifelong friends. This marriage now marks the end of that friendship. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of a mistake, I would oh, think. Oh boy, you yeah. know. But have you seen any bloopers in the? Or have you probably done? Have you done some bloopers in the, in church? And I've I've preached bloopers before. Yes. <laughs> yes. You've said bloopers. Yeah. So you know, have you said I've I accidentally said, uh, do you take? I've done a few weddings. Uh, do you take this this? Uh, uh, is it man? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, somebody else did it too. I saw it in the book, but I've done this too. Do you take this to be your awful? Well, I actually did one one awful time where I got wife. through the whole wedding. Yeah. And at the end, I I pronounced the names correctly, except <laughs> I put her first initial on his name and her initial. <laughs> ah. And pronounced it totally wrong. Totally wrong. Totally yes. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but I, I said, you know, you take him to be your, you take her to be your awful wedded wife. <laughs> so awful. 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 And, and and he said, yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. No. <laughs> It's good to be with you, man. It's good to have you here. It's been too yeah. long. You're a once-a-month guy. You're regular. You have to be. And it's been... Uh, it's been several months. But I'll tell you, I've been watching, and I'm the talent and the new things that you're doing with the uh, segments are awesome. Well, so thank you. Very good. Very good. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. uh, you know, we need a word from the Lord. And Amen. all of us uh, are sometimes... I pull my hair out. That's why it's kind of thinning, yeah. <laughs> because I see things like the HR five thing, and then, then there's the voting equal voting rights. Oh, yes. I mean, come on, really? Yeah. Because it's so unfair to make people show their identification to make sure that's a legal vote. Right. It's horrible. But you, you know, I, I think I think one of the things that we have to look at here is is add all of the craziness yes. that we have had, not just for a year, but I mean, just forever. With regard to things you see up in Washington D.C., we know that. I mean, that's yeah. always been yeah for years and years. But you add to that, Kevin, everything that many believers have gone through and many churches have gone through, and we're going through everyday life. And I got to tell you, I mean, it has really, really, um, it, it's knocked a lot of people back over a year, over a year, which a year that was supposed to have been clear focus. 2020, yeah. clear yeah. vision. Yeah, really clear vision. Uh, we, you had, and I both know that it really wasn't. It's it was the fuzziest a, year we've ever had. It was a year of blurry. It was a year out of focus. It oh was a year goodness. of so many things. We, in fact, I think many people have felt they lived in this fog of life. And so when you start mentioning HR5 and other, thing, other things like this, it just, it just puts into perspective that people's lives have been so abruptly, abruptly altered in such a way that it's not going to be soon forgotten. It'll linger. So, yes, I agree with you. Here we are. We're in a place in America right now, in our country, in Tennessee, yeah, where I believe that we need a new word, and, and we need something that we can hang our hats on biblically. Did you hear what I said? Biblically. Come on, biblically. Uh, not politically, biblically. Biblically. And so I got to looking at the book of Hebrews. Now, once again, you know, Hebrews is, is that oh. book that, that uh, the writer of Hebrews is trying to coach these people that have been indoctrinated into law and all these kinds of things, that there was a, 
a new and living way, that there was Jesus Christ, you know. Yes. And so he says there in Hebrews chapter 10, Therefore, brethren, having boldness, and if you're underlining or looking at your book right now or your iPad or whatever, yeah. I want you to underline these words. Having boldness, underline the word boldness, having boldness to yep. enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. by a new and living way. A new and living way. Now that is a demarcation from everything else. That is not what they had learned. It's not what they had heard. He was literally saying, I've got something fresh and fresh for you. So and then, it, then it goes on to say in verse 20, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil, mm -hmm. that is his flesh, okay, and having a high priest over the house of God. And then it gives us what I believe are the rudiments of what we need to do. First of all, drawing near, drawing yes. near with a true heart of full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And then verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our faith without hope and hope without wavering. For he who has promised is, say it with me, faithful. faithful. He's faithful. This is, this is the word that I have for us today. It is simply this, that we as people of God, we have to understand that the new normal for us is going to be found in three distinct opportunities. And I think Hebrews bears it out here. First of all, we've got to get into his presence. Yes. Not just his presence, but boldness. Yeah. Okay. And then I believe we have to come at it with a level of new intimacy in our lives. And then the last part of that is just simply being consistent in what we do. And so... For the next couple of seconds, let's just dive into that for just a few yeah. seconds. And first of all, I played a song for you here before the show. I love it. And I want to—I I don't want to play it on the air right now because we'd get cut off. But I can tell you this: please go. Family, I yes, yes. I speak accidentally. I speak Jesus. It's a—it's a song that's been out a couple of years now, but. But I maybe believe it is it the answer. Low in the background, maybe. maybe <laughs> I believe it it's the answer for our world right now is that we learn what speaking Jesus is all about. Speaking Jesus over our workplace, speaking Jesus over our family, speaking Jesus over anxiety, over depression, over sickness in our lives. This is the new normal yes. for us. It's not a time for us to cower back, cower down. Come on now. It's not a time for us to retreat. Preach. Rest on our laurels, but it's a time for us to say, Lord, I am going to embrace a new and living way. This is what the writer of Hebrews was trying to tell these people. You have been stuck for so long. Now get ready for this in the law. You've been stuck in tradition. You've been stuck in things that maybe you were you were raised upon, but now there is a new way. Yeah, it's through the blood of Jesus. And you know what? Kevin, that message has never, ever, ever changed. No. It's not. No. And if it's good for yesterday, today, and forever, as the Word of God says, then we've got to look at it. So it's good. I want to rely on that. Remember, this Jesus that we're talking about, let's remember, He's the Alpha. He is the Omega. He's our rock and our fortress. He, he's our defender. He's our mighty warrior. He's our Savior. He has made the way for us through his sacrifice, 
He's our Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's our healer. Yes. He is the one who sent the helper. Who's the helper? The Holy, Holy Ghost. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. He is our soon coming king. What else do you need? Yeah. What else do you need? And everyone right now is is talking about defining the new normal. Yeah. What does the new normal look like? That's exactly what I was thinking because <laughs> we can relate now because but that was a new normal for then. We, we're, we talk about new normal now all the time. Yeah. Are we going to ever shake hands again, hug necks? Uh, you know, are we going to always wear masks? What, I mean, you know. Everyone's trying to find it. And you and I both, we listen intently uh, at a lot of the stuff that's going on out there. Yeah. But as I've listened, I've been challenged with what the writer calls this new and living way. It's good. This new and living way. That is that we have to be pointing to the new normal. So many that are entrenched in their old ways in the past that the new way is simple it's jesus mm -hmm. we've been saying it. you say it every day that you have a broadcast i do jesus is the answer for the world he is today. Yes, yes it's the same answer so but how can we do that and so i don't have time to really unpack all of this but i will say this yeah we have to enter into his presence with boldness yeah for sure hebrews 10 brethren having boldness having boldness now the holiest of holies now think back what kind of boldness did these people have in entering the temple it was quite the opposite yeah right no not at all but now there's this boldness and this boldness that he's talking about here it's not a uh, like a boisterous right it's more of an internal intrinsic confidence yeah wow i know i like that whom i have believed I in and I'm persuaded, persuaded that he's able. He's able. That's what this is all about right here. And so I, I want us to understand that today. This boldness is not a boisterous or taking risk. That's not what this is all about. This is not pleasure seeking. But right. what this is, is discovering a new confidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A it's new confidence. A, it is. In the book of Acts, you see that it separates the men from the boys, if you will, once they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And if you're really led by the Spirit, it's not this boisterous, mean-spirited boldness. It's the boldness yeah. you're talking about because it uses that word over and over again. And they preached with boldness and they spoke the name of Jesus with boldness. And with boldness, they yeah. went to prison. But, you know, it was boldness that separated. This well, is think good. about this. You know, this, this boldness idea. Yeah. And, and I'm going to hurry it along here. But this boldness idea, and I don't, this is a family show. Yes. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> Have you ever... Woke up in the middle of the night and had to go to the restroom. Well, yeah, every night. All of us, all <laughs> of us do. Well, and this 14, 15-year-old does Okay, but And how many of you do. know, first of all, we all know what that feels like, but there is something that comes over you that says, I've got to get out of this bed and get over to somewhere. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> every night of my life. And I got to thinking about that whole experience of, of what we do just intrinsically. There's nothing there about it that it's just we got to do this. We got to get up. That's what I'm talking about boldness here. Mm. Wow, that just clicked in my brain. That's awesome. The boldness that says, I know that I need to do it. Yes. If I don't need, if I don't do it right now, there's something that's going to happen. That's, that's, that's not so not good. good. Yes. So. It's the same way about getting into his presence. Now, here wow. is where I want to I want to show I want to share with you. It's good. Come on. Many times, we get passive about entering into his presence. 
you got to have boldness to enter in. In other words, you have to say, devil, I am not going to allow you to steal my joy. Yeah. I'm not going to allow you to steal my attitude. I may be going through the worst circumstances in my life, but it's not going to take me over. Come on. I have a boldness that I'm going to get up, get off my bed, Come and on. get into his presence. That's yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the new normal we need to have. That is the new normal. By the way, that's the new normal that can take mountains down. Amen. Amen. That's the new normal that can speak life into every death. Every time. Every time. And then there's the intimacy, and, and it says that in the Scripture. We've got to go all the way by discovering. Did I go out here? A new intimacy in our lives. And it says to draw near with a true heart. Drawing near with a full insurance. We've got to prepare ourselves spiritually to fellowship with God. The Old Testament priests, of course, had to go through all kinds of things. You know that. Yeah. But the New Testament Christian comes into the presence of God. Here we go. With a pure heart mm -hmm. and a clean conscience. Help now, us Kevin, the question is, is what is keeping us apart from achieving that intimacy? Come on. We want to know. Are we being are we being drawn apart? What distractions are destroying us? Come on now. There's a key. Distractions. What distractions are destroying? For example, over time marriages will go sour. And many times it's because there's been no, we always think of intimacy as a sexual experience, but it, it's more than that. We all know that. Right. But they lose something. The sparkle is gone. Barriers start to form. People start doing their own thing. They're living their own lives. And so the marriage becomes fractured oftentimes because the fleshly nature takes over. It takes precedent over what God put together. And so this intimacy that I'm talking about says if I don't have a conversation today with the one that I love the most where am I come on I know I wouldn't be 16 year anniversary if it was that way with my wife I was thinking, oh, yeah <laughs> the new normal yeah you talk boldness mm -hmm. a new boldness a new intimacy That's good that says I am going to make it my priority to get into my life everything that is God. The same is true with our relationship with God. There might have been a time when you first encountered Christ. Now, I may be talking to some of you out there right now. Or maybe on. you've been in the way a, lo in the way a long time. In the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Yeah. I'm in the way, the glory land way. You know, a little, I'm in a the bit way. Yeah. But maybe you have been in the way some. And, and the idea here is that we have to get to a place we have to get to a place in our lives where we say to ourselves, we are not going to be dissuaded here. Mm, come we're on. not going to let anything distract us. We're not going to let our schedule. We're not going to let our family. We're not going to let anybody distract us from gaining the power and the might that we need so that we can live this new normal. Yeah. That we can conquer whatever the enemy throws at us. And then the last part is, and I, I, like I said, this is hurriedly, but... The last part of this is just simply this, is that you've got to be consistent. Discovering the new normal yeah. is about a boldness. Right. It's about intimacy. It's about a new consistency. Come on. Hebrews 10, 23. Hold fast to the confession of your faith. Your hope without wavering for he who has promised is faithful. Is faithful. Come on. The readers of this epistle were being tempted to forsake their confession of Jesus. That's what was happening here. Come on. 
Go back to the old covenant was the line of the day. Go back into that place. But the writer comes along and says, no, hold fast to that confession of faith. Come on. To help, hold on help to this us, Christ. Help us to hold on. We've got to bring it home for the first half hour. But we're going to continue in the next half hour. That's yeah. why I urge everybody, catch us live if you can. Uh, but pray that we'll be unwavering. He Amen. promised is faithful. Amen. If we'll be faithful and be bold and have intimacy. I love these points. We're going to bring it home again in the next half hour. But yeah. come on, just give us a good 30-second, one-minute prayer. What Let's we pray together. Time? Father, right now, we come before you in the mighty name of Jesus, and we acknowledge today that we need you yes, Lord. more than anything else. And, Lord, there may be some that are in this, uh, in this hearing of this particular program right now that are facing calamity that are facing distress. But, Lord, we speak life. We speak hope. Yes. We speak liberty today. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, we know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And, Lord, we know that by you and through you we can run through a troop and leap over a wall. And so today I pray, God, that healing would come, that consistency would come, that boldness would come, that intimacy would come. Yes, and, Father, Lord. I speak against every thwart of the enemy right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord... Let the power of your Holy Spirit now come in yes, and touch every hearer of this prayer right now. I pray that there would be noticeable change. I pray, God, that there would be new life and new liberty and new happiness as a result. And I pray these things in the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Good word. We'll continue on with a little bit more. We'll be right back. Next this time. This brings to a close another edition Till of the AM Jesus Kevin. Jesus is the answer, We're right? We're glad you were able to the world today. Us. Come on. The AM Kevin Show is presented Monday through Friday. Say goodbye. Featuring evangelist, there. composer, and gospel artist Kevin Shorey and the entire AM Kevin Club gang. If you'd like to contact us, you can call us at 844-47-KEVIN. That number once again is 844-475-3846. Or you can write us at Kevin Shorey Ministries, P.O. Box 222, Pleasant View, Tennessee, 37146. Our email address is kshoreymen at aol.com. And you can also visit us at our website, kevinshorey.com. Join us again next time when we present another edition of AM Kevin. And remember, Jesus is the answer for this world today. A.M. Kevin is a part of the outreach ministry of Kevin Shorey Ministries, Inc., all rights reserved. We're back. Yes, it's time for another half hour of, hour of A.M. Kevin. And now, here once again is your host, Kevin Shorey. And we're back. And, uh, I cannot wait to uh, finish up and, and uh, talk more about what, uh, what you've been talking about. I, I love it. I don't know if our Facebook friends have gotten it here. Let me see if I got my Facebooks. On mine, anyway, it went, uh, let me, I have to reboot or something. But so I can say hi to everybody. But I do want to say hey to everybody. Let me see. It's rebooting. Larry, of course, is on and say hi to everybody. Boom. 
Let's try it again. I don't know. I can't. I can't even get this. Uh, dun dun dun. Oh, I can't even X out of where I'm at. There we go. Let's try that again. Reboot. But thank you for that word. I mean, that that's a powerful. That's a great word. I love it. We need. That's where. Uh, I think. We all need to be. Before God, with intimacy with Him, the boldness comes from that intimacy, yes. I believe, and the wisdom, the right words to say. But, but instead, I think we got it backwards. We're, we're being bold, and we're getting on social media, and we're spouting and spewing. And, 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 and I think we need the words from the Lord yeah. to say, right? And I think we, we somehow you got know, it backwards. But, but here's the thing. I mean, Tell stop us. and think about this for a minute. Boldness... You know, like I said before, boldness sometimes is always kind of lumped in there as, well, they're just big risk takers. They're loud and boisterous, that kind of deal. But the boldness that I'm talking about is, and that the scripture bears out, it really does go to the issue, Kevin, of, of having a familiarity. Yeah. Okay? That, that says, I am going to do all that I can possibly do yeah. to uh, come into his presence not from a position of being a visitor, but someone who is at home uh, and has a confidence. Like I said before, I know whom I have believed in and am persuaded. As a matter of fact, that's exactly, it's the kind of boldness that Paul wrote to Timothy when he said, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. The word of God says, I'm not ashamed. He says, for I know whom I have believed in yes. and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed unto him until that day. That's what God's calling us to do here, is, is to be bold into his presence. And I, I think so many times that we allow the distractions to destroy that which we are trying to accomplish in our lives because That's it. we cower down. We cower down to the, the admins of the day, the mores of the day, and we allow ourselves to get so caught in yeah. that trap listen it's a lie of the enemy it's a lie of the enemy it really is and you got to understand that today you can have a boldness inside of you that you've never had before i believe that with all my life yeah and uh i think we have gotten it backwards uh, kevin no not totally uh but but you've perfectly stated what we really how we need to get there to so that we can be the answer i mean uh, I know it's a people's prayers. I just saw um, a judge. And, you know, when a judge starts doing things right, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because there are a lot of good judges. It's less in the lawyer side of it than the judge. But, uh, but I love lawyers as well. But a judge in Virginia just reinstated, said the teacher, a teacher was fired for not using transgender yes. pronouns. I saw that piece. Actually, saw that piece on the on the, on the and, and, and it's an elementary school. Yeah. No, this is not a high school or junior high. This is for element. He he was supposed to use transgender pronouns for at the elementary school, but he's been reinstated. A judge. That's right. He was reinstated, and they told him that they could not thwart his First Amendment rights. You know, here I know it was a prayers of God's people. That boldness. Uh, but when, when we whenever we talk about the word boldness, we always equate that with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the power of the Holy Spirit says this, that, uh, I mean, one of the manifestations that we always say that happens when you have the Holy Spirit is that you have 
this boldness. You have a boldness to, to do whatever. Acts 4.31 says this. When they prayed, yes, the place where they were assembled together mm -hmm. was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. Okay? And this is the part. They spoke the Word of God with boldness. There it is. It's the same word. It's the same word. If the Spirit of God gives us boldness and confidence to speak His Word, then He also gives us the boldness to enter the holies of holies. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's what we need so much drastically in this day and age. There was um, yesterday on my um, soapbox, I talked about fear because I saw some article about um, Y2K in 2000, 9-11, uh, yeah, 2001, yeah. And, and how the enemy is just kind of fear after fear. You know, then there's the, the bird flu and then there's the swine flu yeah. and then there was the pandemic, you know, which was, you know, really devastating. But it's all a manipulation of the enemy to bring fear or the Democrats, but the enemy <laughs> primarily yeah, yeah. <laughs> to bring fear into our, our lives. Right. And, uh, and, and what does fear do? Fear rips us out of the boldness, takes the boldness away, you know, just sucker punches us. So we don't want to step out and we don't want to, but, but I think the antidote, you know, where, where, uh, the antidote is is the intimacy with the Lord and, and confessing Him, right? Yeah, and, and, right. And the other part of that is too what you just said about the enemy coming in, and then we get to the intimacy. Is this? Think about the idea. You know, a lot of times, well, he's saying that I should go out into the marketplace and just declare the word of God. Well, boldness could be like this: that the Holy Spirit shows you something, and you might just go up to a person and say. I noticed this, very quiet voice. I noticed this. Yeah. But can I pray with you on this? Or yeah. is this going on? It's Kevin, that's the same boldness. Yeah. It's just it's manifested in a different direction. It's caring. It's empathy. I love it. And that's where intimacy comes in. Out of intimacy will come the heightened sense of caring. That's good. Empathy. I got some of them bold ladies watching right now. They're helping preach, you know. Uh, Christine. And uh, and uh, Charlene, Christine and Charlene, Patty. Uh, these are some Patty and Charlene put a book together about, you know, the church standing up and getting back where yeah. it's supposed to be. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about their book coming out. And uh, they asked me to to write a thing forward, forward yeah, in it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm I'm happy about that. But no, we need it. That's why we proclaim every day, too, that uh, we have the armor of God. We have to have the armor of God. The, the helmet of salvation, so our mind in, in, is guarded with truth. The breastplate of righteousness, so we're forgiven and purified in our affections and appetites. The belt of truth, so we can mar march with a clear conscience. The, the shoes of readiness on our feet to make ourselves available to go. Come on, we got to pray it right now. Get, give us this, the shoes of readiness so we can go where he wants us to go and do what he prompts us to do. And I love this line that was written, not by me, but Lord, this is our prayer every day. Tie our hands to your purpose and bind our feet to your path. I love that. Amen. We take up the shield of faith and reject every lie and temptation of the devil. We raise up the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. And it's the word that is the basis for what we believe and what will come out of our mouth today. Holy Spirit, come into our life. We proclaim that every day. If you don't have a copy of those proclamations, you need to get that. But Amen. that's that's where some of the boldness comes by having 
the whole armor of God that covers it too. Ephesians. Exactly right, and and that leads to that intimacy. It does, but here's the idea. Think of this: pray without ceasing. Yeah. Hide His word. Yeah. Continual attitude of praise. Continual. Yeah. How can that not breed intimacy? Right, and then you did say the word consistency. Yeah. Which is where some of us, you know, like like dieting. When I'm not consistent, <laughs> I've, I've added a few pounds to the past couple and months. And you always and feel I, horrible. Horrible. I mean, when you eat I that I got on the stuff, scale today, I felt horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you eat I the wrong. I can relate. So. No, nah, I don't know. Not so much. <laughs> so the question is is, 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 are we drawing closer to the Lord than we were the day before? Oh, good word. I, I think there's an old song about that. You know. But the fact is, are we closer today than we were the day before mm. or the hour before or the minute before? Yeah, and this is something, friends, that that in the new normal, I think we're going to have to cling to more. We're going to have to say, I'm going to make an intentional effort, an intentional effort, an intentional effort to have a attitude of prayer without ceasing. I'm going to. I'm going to go back to the old days here. How about memorizing Scripture? Yeah. Getting some Scripture in your spirit that can be on ready recall whenever you need it. And we always say, well, we don't do that anymore. We should. Yeah, we should. amen. Because there are <gasps> days like today in our lives that we need the ready recall of the Holy Spirit through His Word. Yeah. His Word has to be hidden in His heart. What did David say? Thy word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin, sin against thee. Yeah. And then a continual attitude of praise. And this is the hardest one today. This is, ju this is just it. It's the hardest one. Because we don't want to praise. No. Well, there's so much that It's easy to complain. Fight. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to get on the negativity. I understand it. I know. Uh, I'm human, too. I know, I, know, I know that it's a continual battle that each of us fight every day. But I keep coming back to that scripture. Greater is he that's in me Amen. than he that's in the world. Amen. And so my word is this, is that we have to develop this new normal, a new boldness, a new intimacy that hides his word, that prays without ceasing, that has a continual attitude of praise. And then, frankly, we just got to keep at it. Keep at it. Consistency. Be consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. There's things that just want to, I don't know, they just want to suck the joy right out of Every day I'm watching, I don't know, I'm just clicking through and I stop and I see some commentator on another one of the networks that I don't normally watch for this reason. I don't know why it stuck me, but this lady is talking about and flag day is coming up and every day we've been doing a tribute. I don't have time to do a whole tribute to the flag today, uh, but I'm a flag waving, loving America. Amen. And she's going on about how she's scared. She saw a bunch of flags. Uh, all over yards and in trucks and, and the, the trucks themselves scared her and the flag scared her. Go to another country then. I mean, yeah. I just, I was just, I was feeling so good and then the, the joy just sucked right out of me because she said, and anybody that puts, she said this. She did, mostly. I, but <laughs> she said, this is with the connotation anyways, anybody that puts up a flag in their yard, they're probably a white supremacist. And I'm telling you, I was like, oh, my gosh, are we now uh, condemned for being patriotic? Right. Are, are we, right. you know, how is it, how do you get, jump that leap into, into being uh, hateful just because you have a flag? 
Oh, help yeah. us. So there are those forces every day. Every day. Uh, it's basically, it's just better not to watch anything but the AM Kevin Club every day well, and, and just not watch television because it's exactly right. it rips the joy right out of you. And it's putting things into perspective. I mean, seriously. <laughs> uh, because the fact is, if you listen to the media, if you listen to everything else, you're, yeah. you're going to feel like you need a shower about every 10 minutes. I do. I do. You're just going to feel like that. But. It's what we choose. Yeah. Do I choose the good report? Come on. Or do I choose the negative report? And the fact of the matter is, is that many of the narratives that you're hearing today seek to divide. The very thing that they decry, they want to bring everybody together. The very narrative that they're trying to preach is further dividing everything. Yeah. Okay. Hey, the word of God tells us that a divided house cannot stand. But you know what? We don't need to be divided. Mm -mm. We need to be very resolute on who we are in Jesus Christ. We're not going to allow a negative report. It may come into our minds, but it's not going to go into our spirit. Come on, preach it. We may hear it, and it may absolutely, there may be red face, veins popping out, the whole nine yards. That <laughs> may happen. described me yesterday. But that, that would happen. But we're not going to allow it to, to nope, take root. I will That's not. the word. That's right. That's good. That's good. Won't take it. A root, because a root of bitterness defiles many. Uh, you know, not bitterness, boldness. That's the B word. Oh, yeah. hey, 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 hey. That's a T-shirt. Come on. That's a T-shirt. <laughs> we'll be offering it tomorrow. Oh, while you're saying that, so I don't forget, uh, uh, the the new CDs are in. <sighs> the new CDs, Growing Up Gospel, my tribute to mom, to, to mama, uh, they're in, and I get to show them tomorrow. It's worth watching tomorrow just to see. The new CDs will be out. Well, wish I had one here today to give you wh one. When did, this, when did you record this? This is uh, for the past couple months. I've been recording. We're going to Branson to record some of the Statesiders. Oh, my god! Uh, Lula Roman sang a duet with me. Yeah. I've got my niece. Oh, what do you hear? His eyes on the sparrow with my niece. My wife, first time she's ever sung on a, on a CD or album. Uh, first time ever. And uh, so it's a tribute to my mom. And, and so all the songs mean something. The first song she ever sang after she got saved was uh, she learned the organ, got on the organ, sang, there's a new name written down in glory. So I, I start with that. And then my mom and dad sang to each other, Jesus, use me. Remember this? Song? Oh, yeah. Don't, so Cindy and I are singing that to each other. They sang that at their wedding. So we're singing it to each That's other awesome. now. And so it's on there. Uh, first song I learned harmony with was a Lanny Wolf Trio song called Brand New Touch. I know that. Brand New Boy, Touch is on. I need, I need a brand, brand new touch. Myself and Kim Boyce, Kariba, Kariba and her husband Gary, mm -hmm. we do the trio on that, Brand New Touch, and uh, <coughs> was raised up with Andre Crouch and the Happy Goodman. So we went from Southern Gospel and we had Black Gospel. That was our home. So I've got an Andre song. I've got a Happy Goodman song uh, that uh, Lulu sings with me, God Walks the Dark, Dark Hills. Hills. Wait till you hear this version yeah. of God Walks. Oh. I can't wait. And so I get to show it tomorrow. I wish I had it today. If I'd have gotten up a little earlier, I went to the post office this morning. I probably could, to be honest. And uh, but I didn't. So but it'll be on tomorrow. And uh, I'll make sure you get a copy. It's just really I'm excited. That sounds about like that. it's going to be good. So get I had to CD. say that. Get the CD. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know what you said that made me think of that, but I'm glad I got that. It's in. the T-shirt thing. The T-shirt. That's right. No bitter. Be, be yeah, be no, better or what? what be yeah, <laughs> be better. No bitterness, only boldness. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Send your comments <laughs> in on what the T-shirt should <laughs> what look it like. Should say. <laughs> they will too. <laughs> yes, they will for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> forgive us if there's some. I don't know if YouTube, but I'm not getting. See, I, I don't get messages very well. 
But uh, no, I'm not getting any messages, so we must be okay. I'm going to end with a song. You, you made me think of um, a song I wrote when you, I speak the name you were talking about. That's a great song. I gotta, I gotta find out how to. I could sing that or play it or something. But I wrote a song called "Speak His Name" that is on our praise and worship CD, and uh, that is, uh, I guess, if I go not to you, let me go, go to me. There we go, right up close up of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our my praise and worship CD, "Speak His Name," I'm going to uh, <clears throat> sing from that. Probably, probably the most uh, popular song on there, the b- most requested anyway. Is speak his name in that. And whenever I hold up the CD of the day, if I sing a song from a CD, it's not 20 anymore. It's only $10. So $10, get your praise and worship CD that has this song that I'm talking about, speak his name. And so uh, before I sing, before we end, because we got maybe 10 minutes left, let's, uh, let's recap and pray. Uh, we have a lot of prayer requests and stuff. Uh, I might uh, pray after you pray, but I want you to pray again for this nation. I've yeah. been praying specifically that our that our president would get one of those Pharaoh dreams that could be yeah. interpreted. And 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 I just saw that when I was in in the COVID state, the state of COVID. Uh, you know, that was one of the things I was praying. God says, pray that the president will get a vision or a dream. And I said, well, you know, I don't know his, I was just kind of arguing with the Lord a little bit. You know, I don't know his spiritual, uh, you know, but but it just says old men will dream dreams. Well, he's an old man. So it figures that he can dream a dream and let, and then Pharaoh wasn't a godly person and yet had a dream from God. And Joseph came and interpreted it, uh, you know, Moses and for that Pharaoh. But uh, uh, so that's the way I've been praying. But pray how, you know, for this nation, but pray for the church will be the church Amen. that you've been talking about with boldness and consistency and intimacy and all those those good points that you brought up. It's really what we need. I'm not seeing it as much. And, you know, I'm not even seeing leadership to, I know there's some, so, you know, don't write me or anything. Yeah. But there is a lot, but there's not enough yet. No. This nation needs a real Holy Ghost, you know, radical Amen. revival, not a set of meetings, a camp meeting or, you know, good no. concert. We, we get that quite a bit. Yeah. If the Holy Spirit's the Holy Spirit, he can, he doesn't need a meeting to do it. Right. Well, that's uh, so true. You know, it's great when he can, but yeah. I would say this, that for everybody that's watching right now, I, I think it's important that if you're attending church somewhere, make sure you're there. Yes. And, um, Help your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Pray for your leaders. I talk to pastors every day. I really do, all from all over the country. And I'm telling you, right now, our pastors need your help. Yes. They need your help through prayer. They need your support because they are charged with having to do the new normal, how to move their church forward, your church forward, and they're having to do this in light of what we're seeing going on around them in the government and stuff like that. And so yeah. I think it's very important that we that we get this new normal in our lives and that we allow the church to be the church. That's yeah, good. I, w- I, w- I would love to. Come on, that. let's do it. Lord, we come before you right now. We do thank you for this nation, first of all. We thank you, Lord, for our, our, our system of government. And, Lord, we even pray today for our president. We pray yes, for Lord. our vice president. Lord, that you would be near to them. And I do pray, God, that there would be dreams 
that they would have a dream of you in their in their in the in their near future. In fact, maybe even today, maybe yes, tonight. Lord. Come on. Lord, that you would give President Biden a dream. Yes. Lord, that would so shake him in a way that it would move him, Lord, to draw closer and closer to you uh, than he already is. And I thank you for that right now. And we do pray for the church. And we know that, that the church is not the buildings, but it's us. So we're praying for us right now that you would continue to grow us, that you'd continue to make us more close to you, that we'd be more compassionate. And I pray, God, that we would be infilled with that new boldness, Lord, to yes. go forth in this nation right now, Lord, and speak life, to speak hope, to speak peace, to yes. speak healing, Lord, to speak a positive word that Jesus is the answer. We yes, Help Lord. us to preach that word today yes, Lord. with clarity. And I pray, Lord, that it would be exemplified in our attitudes, in everything that we say and everything that we do. And I pray, Lord, that you would just guide us. And, Lord, we know that your manifold blessings are upon us and that you're blessing us day by day. And we give you praise for that, Lord. We give you praise for that. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. For those who are sick in body, uh, thank you for healing Barb. But touch her sister Melody now as her daughter Suzanne, for Charlene and Leon and Christy. God, for Tommy, for Don, all these names and all these situations, cancer and leukemia, and for Tommy, and all the, the, the brain injury to Madeline, God, and, and all, the, uh, all these different cares. God, you know, and you are our healer today. You not only can heal this nation, heal our president, touch our, our nations. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem as well, but God, touch Ginger, touch Elizabeth, Joe, Linda in South Carolina, Casey in South Dakota, God, for uh, Joe in New York, uh, Sandra in Arizona, God, John in Florida, Karen in California, uh, touch Josh as he's ha going through this surgery and the situation here, and uh, his dad Lynn, touch him and heal him. Thank you for healing Dawn in Ohio, and uh, Tammy in Louisiana, Odette and Becky, and uh, Jim in Missouri, God. I thank you that you not only hear these prayers, but you are able to, to answer and meet every one of those needs. God, be with a family out there in Branson in Kentucky who just lost their 18-year-old son in a car accident. God, let your ministering angels and the power of your Holy Spirit, the comforter, just wrap your arms around these godly people right now in the name that is above every name. We praise you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, it's always a good day when you come by. Oh, I enjoy being with For you. For sure. Man. I want to sing this song. Is it all right if I sing this song? Uh, you, you inspired it uh, when you said, I speak the name of this song. It says, speak his name because there is power. And it's more than just a one-time calling out, I think. It, oh. Like you said, it's consistent praise and worship and staying in. Intimacy is not just a one-time event. I have intimacy with my wife, yes. you know, which means I can finish her sentences she can finish my sentences we can we we sometimes think the exact same thoughts we we uh we like the same things you know all of a sudden you know how after uh so many years you almost start looking like your mate yeah. you know you yeah. start looking alike <laughs> you're once i was taller <laughs> she was shorter now we're about the same size i don't know how that happens uh you know even the dog starts to look like us oh, you know yeah, after yeah. a while after so many years and i think that's i want to look like jesus Amen. i want to be intimate with i want to be like him 
And uh, so this song is not out of just a one time speaking his name, but it's continue worshiping and blessing the name of the Lord. It's called Speak His Name. Right there where you are, no matter what the situation, just call on Him and speak His name for your healing. Whether I said your prayer or not, you, God knows you need, just ask Him. Speak His name. He's close as the mention of His name. Speak His name, somebody. Speak His name. You'll never be the same when you say Jesus. Right now, speak his name. Oh, speak his name. Your night will turn to day. There's power when you pray. The answer's on the way when you say, Jesus. Do you believe your answer's on the way? Come on. Say his name right now. Let his presence fill the place where you are right now. Just like he's here in this studio. Speak his name. You'll never be the same when you say Jesus. Well, what happened? You got the idea of the song. <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened. That is the first time I've ever had a track just stop. Well, there you have it. It's a great song, though. Well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I've never, never yet had that happen. And so, well, now it wants to. Let me go round two. Oh, the verse. All of heaven pays attention. Your circumstances, they're going to change. God's power is released when His name is said in faith. All mountains begin to crumble. Strongholds are swept away by the power of His Spirit. The very moment that you pray, say his name, say Jesus, Jesus, the name above all names, the name above all names, my precious Jesus, sing Jesus, say Jesus. 
for this world today. I'm back tomorrow and I'll get to show you my brand new CD among other great things are scheduled for tomorrow so you won't want to miss. God bless you. Once again, spread the word that Jesus is the answer Amen. for our world today. Amen. Thanks for watching. Yeah.